it's episode 14 of Monkey Mode, presented by Super the Hardest. This is our lo-fi, more frequent podcast, and guess what? I've actually got the file for a proper Super the Hardest podcast, so expect that in the next couple days, hopefully. Um, today, however, I've got a special treat for you. Uh, it's Mo. We're talking to Mo about Shm Appreciation Month, and uh, Mo's going to come and do some Shm Appreciating. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, he was over at the house today, and I was like, you know what, since I've got you here, let's come downstairs, let's record a podcast and talk about your favorite shmups. So Mo doesn't really talk about video games that much these days, but if you want to get him talking about video games, bring up shmups. Uh, he loves the shoot 'em ups So anyway, uh, let's get straight to it. Here it is. favorite thing in the world, not really my favorite thing, I'm right here, is talking about video games with you. Oh, your second favorite thing. What's my first? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Just let that hang out there. Yeah. <laughs> it always does. Intergalactic Appreciation Month. Right. This has got to be at least its 10th year. Yeah. You know, we have MC to thank for that. We do. I, uh, it was uh, it was international appreciation Galact- or, yeah international Shm appreciation month and he yep. said well shouldn't it be and we said well yeah I think intergalactic um, makes more sense obviously it should like most good things yeah MC's at the root of it and then next came the space pot and it was all downhill from there right so or whatever um, so I want you to give me are you giving me five or three I can give you five I think all right your five favorite shmups in no particular order yeah so i think like the one that really it's it's a tough well there's gonna be more than five okay but even better yeah so the one that hooked me first Mm -hmm. i I don't know when they were released but probably first was uh life force on the nes nes uh did you know that gruel is hosting i did uh, a competition on the forums, which I what, understand which, you, you which lurk. forums? <laughs> you lurk. You're a big lurker. <laughs> I don't even know my password. <laughs> that's that's why you're a lurker. Is that a lurker? I don't even think you can guess. You can be a guest lurker on our forums. I think you no. have to sign in because all the goddamn spam bots and stuff. Yeah, I don't think that's a lurker. I think that's just lost. <sighs> yeah. Um, uh, Gruel is hosting, and this week the games are like all, all the Force, all the, all the Force yeah. games. Yep. What are the other Force games? Uh, that's, that's the great, only one I know. That's a great question because on the last episode I uh, accidentally said Ray Force, and that's not even a thing. No, it's not. I could tell you that. Um, it's Life Force. I think it's Crisis Force. Oh, that sounds right. Is one of them? Um, and I always forget the second Force. Let's find out. Well, that would be a third Force, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, Life that. Force, Star Force, oh, yeah. seems obvious, and Crisis Force. Yeah. Yeah, so Life Force, this was before I knew that it was a thing. Yep. You know, it's like, this. there's something about this game, like, because it's, right, it's the same, pa- well, I mean, many of the NES games are like that. Mm-hmm. Contra, um, Russian Attack, uh, Castlevania, so, it, it, right, it's, it's a predetermined pattern that's that yeah. you're playing through every time I, they're all like that i suppose but uh with this one there's something about the ship thing that you know flying left rightly 
stuff right that yeah. made me really really happy right I, and I lo- I never got terribly far in it because I of course was not allowed to have video games as a child because <laughs> I grew up in a loving home Amish yeah more or less <laughs> yeah and uh, my neighbors had it behind us yeah so I'd go play it at their house but man I yeah that game in particular I remember that being the first one the second was well, and I don't, honestly, I don't know. It's 1945 or 42 or... Probably 42. Yeah, 41, the, I don't the, know. On the NES? I, no, well, it was arcade. Oh, okay. Yeah, at, at the uh, at a campground. Probably 1942. That was pretty huge in the arcades in in our youth. Like, yeah. that was very popular. Sure, so that's probably what it was then. Yeah. Capcom. Yep. I abs- and of course I was not given any money to play in the arcade because you know, <laughs> again loving <laughs> loving and it, specifically it was one parent mm-hmm. but you know it's nope. tough when you fi- can't find joy <laughs> no bitterness no um, so yeah it like those those two were the the two that really kind of got me excited about whatever that was right. And again, I didn't know it was a thing other than one went left, right, that was up, downly, and they both seemed to be similar. And <clears throat> I really liked the idea that you were. The levels weren't too long. Yeah. Right? So it felt like you could make progress, basically. But you're right. flying through this thing, and. I feel uh, like. I, I, yeah. you're, you're, uh, you're shaking loose some cobwebs in my brain, because as you were talking about Life Force, I was trying to think of what my first shmup would have been. And I think, I mean, does Defender count? Sure. Uh, sure. Defender on the Atari yeah. 2600? I mean, I think my very first would have been Zaxxon. Oh, fuck yeah. Apple II. Iso- isometric. Yeah. Um, that one blew my mind when yeah. I saw it. I didn't play that until way later. <clears throat> probably until like an arcade collection or something. Oh, my godparents, their kids had it. So yeah. we had an Apple IIe and they had an Apple IIe and I didn't know anybody else that had an Apple IIe because apparently they were... Insanely expensive. They were um, at the time, like the cost of a car. Yeah, basically. Well, I, well, but for some reason, we had one. I, I grew. I grew up, you know, poor white trash. Mm-hmm. And uh, but my mom was very much into the idea of getting us a computer. Huh. And uh, she, you know, she, uh, you know, for all for all the you know stuff I sure. say about my mom, and, um, she was very like into that shit. She's like, well, I want you guys to have this because yeah. I think this could be educational. Oh, uh, we, I, I can see that. Yeah, we you had, guys have a Commodore 64? We, well, no, but we had a knockoff Apple IIe. Okay. Like, I, I don't know what the brand was, yeah. but it was like the same thing, but, so you could run all Apple shit on it, Yeah. but it was like some knockoff brand, like which Apple, I didn't even know. Apple 3D. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, it was like a, a pair yeah. or something. Yeah. No, I don't remember, and, and that was back in the day when I guess that that was a thing. Like, now you can't buy an Apple knockoff anything. No. Um, but uh, we had that, and so I had a bunch of shitty games on it. Um, I want a Commodore 64 so bad. Yeah, yeah. But no. Yeah, I've got you, one now, you thanks know, to Dave. Well, right, I wanted this, like, $300 Commodore 64, but we had a $3,000 Apple IIe, so no. <laughs> That's amazing. I was like, what? Uh-huh. You, could le- you could learn coding Yeah. on the, the, the Commodore, Yep. but the IIe was not... I mean, you could do that on that, but it was not built for that. It was a different... Like, Logo was the thing that everybody played with, which was that 
get oh, a yeah. turtle. It was yep, a triangle. A That's and what they you program it. it and then it would go and draw a circle or a triangle. And yeah, like, okay. we had that in grade school. Yeah. I remember the turtle. Oh, yeah. I remember the turtle and the Apple IIEs and the Apple II Cs. Oh, I remember playing stuff. Oregon Trail and Farzap. Yep, Oregon Trail yep. was huge. And Karatekeka. <laughs> that was um, one that I, oh, I got that from my, you know, we copied floppy disks. Uh-huh. When I found out that was a thing you could do. Because mm-hmm. Lord knows we weren't going to buy video games, All right. apparently. But uh, you, when you mentioned 1942, I, I think after Defender, 1942 was the next one that I remember. Because I never had an NES, but all my friends did. Yeah. And they all had 1942. Yeah. And we played the shit out of that game. I was never any good at it. But I remember thinking it was pretty badass. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it was so good. Okay. So those so were continue. those were sort of the entry things, and yeah. then it just went away for a long time. Same here. Yeah. Um, so for me, well, I had no. So that was the NES, right? Then the Super NES came out, and I would have been how old were we then? Middle school, maybe. Yeah, middle school, totally. And for, middle school into high school, and that was my neighbors sold their. NES and got a Super NES, mm-hmm. but fewer games because it was the kids that were buying mm-hmm. the games and, you know, like paper route money. Well, the games were more expensive. Yeah. And so that there, that just slowed down. And, yeah, it just, it was a long time before before I got back or kind of around to that stuff. And I don't, there are not as many, maybe, on the Super NES? I don't know. Maybe so. I had um, the Turbo Graphics at that time. Yeah, and I just oh, blazing I lasers. Well, exactly. I just didn't appreciate well, that Galaga. Shit. That was an great Galaga ninety. Right. So I didn't appreciate that shit at that time. I was like, oh well, this is well, like Gate of Thunder and Lords of Thunder until Holy until God. Gate of Thunder. So yeah. I remember renting Blazing Lasers and being like, oh, I'm gonna pay full price for a game like this? Fuck no. Uh-huh. Right. I just didn't get it. And it was Blazing Lasers, and there's probably, I forget what the other one, oh, R-Type. Yeah. Which is fucking incredible. Yeah, R-Type was on the NES, I know that. Or Super NES, rather. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So those games, I I think. Super R-Type. I I think I got, I think NEC had a deal, like if you got uh, uh, Turbo Express, you got like four games free. And I think one of them was Blazing Lasers, and R-Type might have been in the mix somewhere. And I just didn't appreciate that shit. Until I got a Turbo Duo and Gate of Thunder came with it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, fuck me. <laughs> right? <laughs> now I get it. So, yeah. Yeah, those, they all kind of disappeared. And after the NES, or the, sorry, the Super NES, mm-hmm. I, uh, a friend of mine had those, and a couple friends of mine had them in high school. But that was it, right? And then it just kind of... That was the last I saw of it until the N64. Right, and, right. And on the N64, I don't remember seeing any shmups. I know they were there, but I didn't. They had a couple. They had uh, Star Soldier. Yep. Right. But I never saw um, that until much later. Yeah, and was was that it on the N64? That might have been. I don't been. remember I mean, any other one. The closest other thing they might have had was Star Fox, which right. I don't really Not consider. really. Yeah, I don't really consider it part of the genre. I mean, Robotron 64 is more a shmup than... Yeah, maybe yeah. Star Fox is, but I think I think Star Soldier might have been the closest thing. That's I had. the only one I can remember. Yeah, so yeah, it kind of disappeared until we started doing our thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, 10, 15 years maybe. Yeah, twenty years. I don't. I mean, I would have been like, yeah, fourteen, fifteen, probably fourteen. The last time I had anything to do with that. Yep. 
And, yeah. Was it, help me remember, was it distinctly the Daryls? It was. When Savory Cade yeah. brought his stuff, and, yep. and he brought, specifically the Saturn, right? Yep. He brought the Saturn. Yep. And We'd never seen any of these. Yeah, we had never seen anything like it. We were just like, oh, this is what these are now? Yeah. And by now, it was like five, ten years prior. We Absolutely. were just catching up. And then, so he had a uh, radiant silver gun. And didn't he have a Mushihima? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I, I thought he did. I don't Flying remember. Flying the bugs. Um, and uh, what was another... Uh, Odonampachi. Yeah. So anyway, Odonampachi would be in my. That that would be the next. You know, another one in my. So that's number three. Absolute. You know, love it, love it dearly. Yeah. And that was the first time I experienced. So I, right, like Life Force. Well, nineteen forty two does as well with, uh, allows you like the power up, options. But Life Force kind of hasn't. A series where you level up essentially that power up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yep. remember. It, it's just like Gradius. Yeah, right? I don't remember 1942 doing it that way. No, 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 not at all. And so there was Actually, like there was a strategy. Didn't Savory Cade bring like a PS2 with like a built-in hard drive that he that he like uh, he modded so it had Japanese shmups on God, it? I don't remember because I feel Maybe. like he had Escaluda on that thing. That could and, be, and that's like that really caught Hilden's. That captured his imagination, uh-huh. and that we kind of all followed behind, and and uh, we're like, oh yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, I, I seem to recall that. So that life force had that thing, and then Don Apache was this. Oh, or Don Apache, depending on who you are. Um, Whatever. Exactly. We're white guys from Minnesota. <laughs> Very much so. So that, but that had that idea of leveling your. Like there was a there was a score chase well the multi the concept of multipliers and mm-hmm. having a strategy to how you level up your weapons and how you choose your power ups and how, when you use them and yeah um, see I was and, just... and how to select enemies and well I guess that was that was even more uh, radiant silver gun how to select your enemies even yeah because that was like all color based right so you'd have red yellow and blue mm-hmm. or something like that the yeah. primary right primaries um, and depending on the weapon you had you could earn a higher multiplier bonus if you were only shooting blue enemies or red enemies or whatever yeah um yeah that like that just kind of like oh that's a whole other level of and then there's this idea of of course the bullet hell concept which donapati really did yeah like that was the first time i really saw that and see and like that just like hypnotized me like that is so beautiful yeah and that's where like i it took me a long time to uh, understand like the different you were talking about the different score systems and yeah. whatnot. F- for me, what really caught my or captured my imagination was the uh, stunning bullet patterns to attract yeah. you or to distract you with, with their, their beauty. beauty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that w- I was like, look at those bullet patterns. That's uh-huh. amazing. I I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, that was that was kind of insane. And then and then experiencing this idea that. You have a hitbox, right? Yep. So it's not your whole ship; it's just this little part of your ship that can right. navigate through it. And you can do the grazing and whatnot. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it became this like it, first. It seemed overwhelming, and there's no way to get through this. And then I realized, oh wait a minute, it's just this little spot that I have to maneuver. Yep. And then and don't oh, don't excuse me don't don't be distracted by the bullet patterns. Right. Watch your ship. Yeah. And it which is their whole point. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they got several type of rockets. 
<laughs> It'll fly right up your booty. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it was kind of an, a, a revelation of, oh, there's this whole other thing, this genre, right? That's like, well, I had a taste of it. And then, yeah. then here's like the serious players. And, of course, those are all Japanese games. Yeah. None of them were U.S.-based or... European. They might have been... Yeah, or European. They, they might have been released in the U.S. or Europe, but most likely they weren't. They were imports. Yeah. Um, or they were heavily dumbed down before they were released here. Yeah. And, yeah, so that... Um, Donopachi was the first that got me. Darius Gaiden, I absolutely oh, yeah. fell in love with. And for no reason... Like, I much prefer the up-downly shooters, mm-hmm. right? But the fact that they're all armored fish... <laughs> yep. Space fish. Yeah, that alone. <laughs> just single-handedly, like, you're fighting fish in space. <laughs> like, we went on... That's amazing. We went on, like, we went on a fucking mission to find as much of this shit as we oh, could. Oh, it was a bender. Uh-huh. And, and It was not a mission, it was a bender. And we, we, uh, we made friends with Carlson from uh-huh. Bad Gear... Um, specifically at hyphengear.com <laughs> that's right uh, and, and bought him out of like everything he had uh-huh. and uh, and like fucking eBay my eBay account went nuts because I just started spending hundreds of dollars yep. on this shit it was bad yeah <laughs> but awesome oh yeah you know we bought we all bought Japanese PS2s yep. we all bought uh, uh, the uh, the action replays for our Saturns mm-hmm. um it it was there were there were hundreds of dollars spent within a very short period of time, and yeah, I, I regret none of it. No, I've gotten rid of. I've unloaded most of what I what I had. Video game wise. Yeah. Yep. But what I've kept is the Saturn, mm-hmm. the action replay, and all the imports, and the Japanese PS2. Yeah. And all the shmups that we bought. Well, I, I bought that exclusively to buy shmups. Yep. And, and I still have my N64. Yeah. Because Diddy Kong Racing is the greatest <laughs> thing that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah. In this world. So what is it? Don Apache and uh, Darius. Darius Gaiden. Specifically Darius Gaiden. That one I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, the Raiden series I enjoyed, but Raiden Aces. The right end, right end fighters aces. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. On the three sixty. Yep. That was the first time that I actually was good enough to manipulate the scoring system. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I was, I was, you know, I was showing scores. Like I didn't necessarily get all that far at times, but, but my score was reflecting a different level of playing right it's like and again it's just another level of oh there's okay so you can like just play to survive or you can play to uh i don't know play to keep going or you can play to do this or you can play chase chase the score yeah um there were so many ways to do it and that one for whatever reason really clicked with me and man like i just that one got a lot of playtime from me. And part of it, too, was the you know the arcade stick. Yeah. Like, having the arcade stick with that game made a made a big difference for me, as opposed to trying to play with the, with the joystick. Right. Uh, the pad? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the game controller. Game controller. God, listen to me. Oh, you're, so such a, you're such a doing. noob. It's so true. 
It's like I don't even care. <laughs> it's almost like that. Almost. <laughs> right on. No, right on. Right on. Right on. There you go. <laughs> Fighters aces. All right. So, so, so that so the three sixty wound up being like an insane shmup machine. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, Cave was releasing shit yep. on there, and and it was and they were releasing shit. If they didn't release it here, they released it region free, so you could import it with uh-huh. no with no problems. Um, like Konami was releasing, although it sucked. Like games like Odomedius Excellent, which is Odomedius dog shit. Oh yeah, per well Perodius. Yeah, um, they're releasing stuff like that. I feel like that's that's all because of us and our enthusiasm. Well, it has to be. <laughs> Naturally, but no, you could get. The there was a short while where I was actually wondering that though, because yeah. there was nothing going on, and then we started doing the stupid Shmup Appreciation Month, uh-huh. and suddenly people who should have no reason to talk to us, yep, wanted to talk to us, wanted to be on our stupid podcast, and I could not understand what was happening. Uh-huh. And then there were a lot of questions. No, I'm not dumb enough to think that actually happened, but right, but it's an odd coincidence that it should just all fall in. You know, and I'm sure that's all it was. Yeah. It's just how fortunate for us. Yeah, exactly. Like because they had a place to go. We just happened to be oh, interested in this like stuff. To talk to you. Yeah, we just happened to show interest in this stuff at the time where these people were trying to. So it was a resurgence. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and the PSP. Yeah, remember the platypus? Yep. The uh, PSP was out, and you could get like the you know like you said the Parodius collection, uh, platypus. Uh, all these, all these uh, star. There was a Star Soldier collection yep. on the PSP. Um, it was a really cool resurgence in the genre, um, which there isn't much of these days. Like now, um, uh, Psycho is doing um, stuff on the Switch. They're like re-releasing stuff like 1945 or Strikers 1945 yep. and Gunbird and all that stuff. But it's not nearly what it was. During the era of the 360. Yeah. Which is so strange because the 360 was not at all like a Japanese gaming machine. Uh-uh. Except for this genre. It was so bizarre. Like, Cave was putting out games on the 360. Right. Well, we got Mushihima-sama. Yeah. Was that Cave? I don't remember. Totally. Yeah, it, and that was an amazing game. Fucking Mushi-Muchi Pork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, Cave was putting everything on this uh-huh. thing. Um, granted, they shit the bed shortly thereafter, well, and now they're just releasing like shitty uh, i iPhone games. But nevertheless, it was fucking cool for about a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Twinkle Star Sprites. Uh huh. Uh huh. That was another fun one. Like, just completely different vibe. That came out on the PS4 recently. Yep. Uh, competitive two-player side-by-side shooter. Yep. Um. Oh, I had another one. Um. I know there's a whole bunch more, like Saturn, Saturn and the J Japanese PS2 ones that I, right, like Batsugan and yeah. Belgarega. Yeah, those are um, awesome. Those I never got too far. I didn't have those. Oh, right. Ikaruga. Oh right. On the right. GameCube. GameCube. God, yeah. that was a good game. That one. And just, then that that also came out later on the 360. Yep, that one just kind of blew my mind with. And then again, ver- the variation on choosing the enemies you kill. Yep. And then learning to. Shoot selectively and dodge and, and switch your polarity or yeah, that's right. Called, called polarity, black and yeah. white. But it was that that was gorgeous, and that's an, another just the concept of design that was you know there was there was something to it. Like you have choices. Yep. The, and the design was so simple, but 
offers you more than one path. Yeah. Right? That's like, another developer that sadly has kind of shit the bed yeah. with Treasure. Because uh, they had a brief resurgence at that point. And, what was uh, that? Gundam? No. Um, something Heroes. Gunstar Heroes? Gunstar Heroes, That was yeah. Treasure, right? Yep, that was their Genesis. That was one of their first games, yeah. Yeah, and that ended up on the DS, maybe? or uh, They had a sequel for it on the on the on the Three, DS yeah and then they put it out on virtual console on the Wii yeah yeah I don't know that was, those were great I yeah I just the kind of the, the shmup thing in general I'm if it's a shmup and specifically it's, if it's a bullet hell shmup uh-huh. I'm interested yeah totally. you know it's like you immediately have my attention yeah just show me that it's something interesting and and I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, that's interesting because I'm the same way with with the shmup. Where I guess I'm kind of narrow minded in a way. Where I'll play your shooter, um, like I'll, I'll there there are all sorts of like these indie shooters now mm-hmm. where they're trying to do these interesting things with like rogue like indie shooters and all this other business. But I generally don't give a shit unless in the description it says traditional bullet hell yeah uh japanese style uh-huh. shooter and then i'm like oh sold uh-huh. <laughs> you know um so i guess in that regard i'm a little narrow-minded well it's funny because like it it just as i look back i i see like some just for me personally right i see some hint of what's so appealing and like i love dakari warriors Oh yeah, yeah. I love Dakari Warriors. Yeah. Well, that's like a slow, stupid land-based version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of a like a really shitty bullet hell. Yeah. Experience, but the idea that you could shoot more than just forward. Yeah. You know, you could rotate. I think it was on a. Uh, was it a octagon? Like yep. Yep. It was like an eight-way. Yeah, thing, eight-way yeah. shoot or yep. shot. Yep. Um, with the the spinner. So I think that that's that's a good call. Is Dakari uh, Warriors? That, that was an NES. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and and an arcade game. Yeah, but uh, like that was where I first experienced it was NES, and then in the and then in the arcade, like oh cool, yeah. I f- I feel like uh, one shot kills Akari Warriors. That style of game later, uh, like was refined with Gwang. Remember that one for, for, for Cave? I remember the name. I don't remember the game. So Cave made this game uh, called Gwang, which you uh, I don't think you can get anymore on the three sixty. But it was on the 360, and it was a it was a ground base, so you weren't a ship, yep. you were a dude walking around. But it was a bullet hell thing, okay. um, with like this old, uh, old like Japanese um, theme, where you're walking around villages and shit. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, this is just like Akari Warriors, yeah, but but way badass, <laughs> way cooler, and bullet hell, you know, it's and you can see the bullets, yeah. Um, so yeah, same same principle, yeah, just fucking way cooler yeah there's something just about this genre that i really appreciate mm-hmm. which, which is you know every like games now so many of them are i mean it's been discussed to no end right is what i hear is oh I, you know, I, I finished this game or i beat that game like you just you it's like reading a book yeah <laughs> if you just stay at it long enough, you're going to get through it. Because yeah. the game's, like, desperately trying to get you from here to there. Yep, yep. As opposed to, like, Mega Man or Super Mario Bros. Super Mario It's, like, it's trying to kill you at yeah. every turn. It's actively working against you. Yeah. And that, like, I really appreciated the fact that these games didn't give you an advantage, didn't want you to get any further. Like, mm-hmm. they were... It was, this is the obstacle. Yeah. 
We've built a series of tools to help you through it. Uh-huh. Uh, figure it out. Yeah. Good luck. If and you can figure it out, it's you can do really, really well. Or you can just do well. Yeah. Or you can just survive. Like, there's different ways to handle it. But it, it absolutely, it all came, it still all came back to, can you develop your skill enough to get past this next obstacle? Yeah. yeah. And if not, well, you're back to the beginning. Yeah. So There's no mercy. There's no continues. Like, it was just... Try again. It makes me think of like, so you're talking about like linear, um, you know, linear single player games. Yeah, like, basically. Like maybe like Zelda or Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever. And I think... Well, so much of the NES was that. Yeah. Right? Like there was just one way through and either you got through it or you didn't. Yeah. And if you didn't, well, you went back and tried again. So the shmups, like your your goal is to, I mean, you can, sure, you can blast through it on monkey mode. Eh? Well, Maybe. Uh, or You might die. Yeah, or you can, you know, ratchet up the difficulty or whatever, and you can go a score chase, you can go 1cc, you can try to do these different things. As where with, like, a, a game like the type of game you're talking about, um, it seems like speedrunning is kind of the thing these days where they're like, uh-huh. okay, so we're going to... Granted, this is a single-player game, and you're, they're meant to... You're supposed to get through the story and enjoy this epic tale, but we're going to try to break it and make it like a speed run thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's their way of doing that thing, you know? Yeah. Which isn't really possible. I, I mean, I guess it's possible, but like in RPGs and stuff, but for games like Zelda or whatever, where they're like, oh, let's do a fucking 30 minute speed run of, you know, Ocarina of Time, <laughs> you yeah. know? That shit requires skill. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it was just a different way of interacting with your, you know, with your video game experience that. Yeah. I don't know. As opposed to today, so much of it is, it's like you're on rails. And yeah. I don't, I'm just not interested in that. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, I get it. If I put in enough time, I'm going to get through this. Like, just from the, the games, eventually you can be like, ah, here's the ending. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're done. Yeah, yep. just, th- just keep thanks. grinding until I'm just you win. I'm tired of you logging in kind yeah. of a thing. As opposed to, I don't remember who you are. Sure, try it again. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, it just, I think the, the games, then expected more of the player than today, and and it's not to speak to all of them like that, but right. but there absolutely is this idea, or so much of it has become very much narrative based, or you're following a trajectory that if you just keep going forward, you just keep running forward, you're gonna get you know your shields, yeah, they'll get low, but you're gonna get through everything. And right. gonna, you passed a checkpoint, so now you're gonna be saved here, and yeah, you know like. It, you almost have to actively try not to advance. Yeah. You know, advance the story. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just a different experience, I guess. I I, I prefer the older ones just be... And, again, part of it is the pick-up-and-play thing. I don't have... Yeah. I don't have 30 hours... I don't have 10 hours to invest into something. Well, yeah, so, what's, what's great is I can just pick up my Switch right now yeah. and play, like, 10 minutes of Strikers 1945. Yep. And put it down, and you know, and be very satisfied. Oh, totally, because I'm I've got a little further than yeah. I did last time, um, or maybe not. Maybe I got my ass beat. But yeah. either way, um, but that's like just that's just the 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 model, the style that I appreciate. Yeah, and it's the concept of practice, 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 refinement, improvement. Yeah. So to recap, we started out with Life Force, uh-huh. 1942. Yep. Uh, and then we skipped forward to Dodonpachi. I think so. 
and uh, oh wait no and Darius Gaiden yep Darius Gaiden Dodon Pachi and uh, Raiden Raiden Fighter Aces yep those are those are ones that I particularly love Mushihima Sama um, uh, Ikaruga right yeah indeed I'm glad uh, you know Radiant Silver got that like Hilden got crazy for that one he wrote a song about it he did (laughs) but and it never struck me quite as intensely but man I was just so thankful when whatever that was on the Xbox wasn't it were they 360 where they started some of these games that I mean that one for example was like 200 250 if you wanted to play because it was only available on the Saturn Mm -hmm. and there were I don't know if the copies are rare or if they're just people aren't letting them go. I don't know what the issue yeah, is, but yeah. they're stupidly expensive. Yep. And then all of a sudden, hey, you can have it for twenty bucks yeah. or fifteen bucks or exactly. whatever it was. Yeah. That was really a brush of fret, fresh breath yeah. of fresh air. I think my copy of Radiant Silver Gun cost me a hundred and forty dollars. No, you got a deal. Yeah. And uh, I think Hilden paid over two hundred. Oof. Uh, either way, I mean it's fucking ton of money yeah but uh and then they put it out for whatever it was 20 bucks on the 360 which was a steal much like well that. and like and it's just as good if not better yeah like, it's just they, they've got the only thing everything's that, improved the only thing missing is the saturn pad yeah but uh i i fixed that by buying the the uh, street fighter pad which mm. is the exact same form factor yeah um but uh, and you know, and like we were talking about this earlier, Battle Garega. I mean, that was like a two hundred dollar yeah. game on the Saturn, and now you can get it for thirty five bucks, a better version of it yeah. for thirty five bucks on the PS Four. That's nuts. Um, but that's awesome too. Like I'm, I'm glad to see that happen because then the collectors can go chase their, they can chase their unicorns. Yep. All they want, pay whatever in like they can magical chase their shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Speaking out of, of expensive games. And everybody else can play the game. Yeah. You know, you don't... It, it takes nothing away from the collectors. Right. Because they haven't released it in a medium that they can hold. Right. The collectors still have their, their Saturn copies to find. Mm-hmm. Or, they can, or their TurboGrafx copies to find. Put them down their pants and hump them. Whatever they got to do with them. Or yeah. leave them sealed in a vault somewhere. But everybody else can can experience these great games for a, a much smaller amount of money and and those people and then without having to pirate them right and and whoever is take you know I don't know who owns the the rights now but but somebody can keep you know keep benefiting from this, these great designs you know as time moves forward and and these systems change right on man all right I don't know that's all I got yeah, happy shmer appreciation to you all. Man, it's fun talking video games with Mo. Just because, you know, it happens so infrequently. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, Dave and I will be back maybe tomorrow, next day, uh, talking about some Switch shmups. Say that a couple times quickly. I dare you. So uh, in the meantime, while you're trying to tongue twister out, give us a call, 612-424-3835. 
or send us an email. You want to talk shmups? I got a couple letters built up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe read those next time. Uh, you want to you want to talk about shmups? Send us an email at mailbag at mojomenace.com. Join the forums where Gruel is hosting a little kind of uh, score chase on certain games and uh, just talking about shmups in general. It's mojomenace.com slash forums. And finally, leave us a review on iTunes if you feel like it. So that's it, man. How are you guys enjoying uh, Shm Appreciation Month 2018? It's been a lot of fun for me so far. Um, I've been playing a lot of stuff. Trying to, at least. So... Hope you guys are enjoying it. We will be back soon. In the meantime, to Hilden, Don Ciccio. Thanks for listening.